Hello, hello. This is your host, Shraz Ahmed, and welcome to the season two episode finale of the Crypto Valley Association podcast. Now, let's discover together some of the growing trends of this fast moving space and try to shed some light on the mysteries it contains. Today, we have a very special guest joining us, Matthias Ruf, an entrepreneur and investor who co founded the Crypto Valley Labs, a unique network of tokenized co working hubs designed to support and grow the worldwide blockchain ecosystem by connecting blockchain pioneers, service providers, and innovators of all kinds. So let's dive straight into the crypto valley. Hey, Matthias, how's it going? Hey, Shiraz, going good. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's a pleasure. Well, let's, let's, let's dive straight in. I mean, maybe you can tell us a little bit about your first blockchain-related experience. Oh, my first uh, blockchain-related experience. So I am not one of those uh, early Bitcoin adopters. I was actually taking a closer look into the crowdfunding space back in 2013, 14, I would say. And, you know, it was that the whole crowdfunding space was supposed to take over the VC space. And I thought that was really interesting. Mm -hmm. And that's when the first large you know, crypto-based, blockchain-based crowdfunding events took place. Uh, you know, you all remember the DAO. I, of course, read about the DAO, and that was really when, when I, you know, was all into it. So that was back in, when was that? 2050? Wow. Wow. Okay. That's uh, quite some time ago. But did you get the chance to, to invest into crypto that, that early <laughs> on? <laughs> yeah, we took a bit of a different road. So we were, oh. so why were we looking into the crowdfunding space? We were uh, developing a new investment model. And when we were starting our initial company, so the predecessor company of CVVC and CV Labs was called Lakeside Partners. And we were founding that in early 2016. And, you know, it was basically, we were saying, listen, since we are based out of Duke, the heart of Crypto Valley, let's mm -hmm. take a closer look at this thing called Crypto Valley. And that's what we did. So we talked to everybody, to the, you know, to the authorities, to the projects that were here, uh, even to the federal government. And, and we quickly realized that there's something big happening. But we also realized that there is a lot of speculation and, and a lot of immaturity in the space. So we mm -hmm. basically we refrained from investing at the time in the in the in the assets at the time, but we were mm -hmm. investing in the local ecosystem instead. So building co-working spaces, creating an advisory, starting conferences and a blockchain competition. So we took a bit a different path and waited for, you know, let's let's call it the the, the common sense back in the system to start that very strategic and, and sustainable investment approach in, in the blockchain space. Yeah, totally un understandable. And uh, yeah, building up this infrastructure is, is very, very important. Do you, do you believe that any of this uh, rationality has come into play now or the markets are still rather uh, rational? Would have been a different answer a couple of months ago, right? So, um, <laughs> well, the, the fact, what we see today and you know the fact that everybody is looking into our space again is because there is institutional money coming in and so this is here to stay which is it's sustainable and and which is which is very good good for us and of course there is new spaces within that big space emerging and 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 mm -hmm. of course there's speculation in it again which is fine but but you know in general the current situation and 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 even the future looks very very bright for all of us Oh, glad, glad to hear that, Matthias. And so maybe you discussed a little bit about uh, the Crypto Valley and this is the Crypto Valley Association podcast and we actually don't speak so much about the Crypto Valley itself. Maybe you can tell us a little bit more about it and your journey 
within it as you've seen it really grow from from what it was to what it's become today? Yeah. So when we um, started to look into the Crypto Valley, that was pre-Crypto Valley Association. And, and of course, the, the founders of the Crypto Valley Association, we were a founding member uh, of, of, of the Crypto Valley Association. That was a very small group of people. I uh, remember there was a meetup series called First Tuesday, where, you know, the people, the small group of people would meet up every Tuesday at the, at the, at the restaurant close to the lake. Yes. That's when all the initial, the first generation projects that came after Ethereum were presenting themselves. So there, there wouldn't, you know, there was no week without one of the international um, projects coming here to Zug and, and uh, wanting to showcase what they have. If you if if I go back how this felt, people were actually ringing at our door and were asking if if, if this was crypto value and and, and <laughs> you know they were really looking where to meet, where to regroup, where can I find like-minded people, where where are the pioneers and everything. So there was a large demand. We literally we had I remember in the early days I think we had some. 200 requests per week from, you know, people wow. coming there, you know, wanting support, uh, investments, connections. How do I set up company? How do I uh, uh, conduct an ICO? You know, what's there to take into consideration? So that was actually really, that was kind of overwhelming. And, you know, also the meetups, they grew in size very very fast and and it was just very exciting and and you you know you had all these people here all the 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 pioneers were here and you know when when we were talking to people from other global hubs such as singapore or new york at the time people were telling listen your event might be a bit smaller in numbers but the the amount of the, the real people as i said the pioneers the founders the project leaders the thought leaders that are amongst the 50 people maybe instead of 100 or 200 in these other places is just amazing. So you could really talk to them and, and you could share what your vision was. It was just really everything was possible at the time. That was really exciting. We, we kept saying, that's what we said to each other. We woke up one day, we opened our door and we realized that Silicon Valley has moved and is now called Crypto Valley. That was a bit the perception uh, at the beginning. Oh, I see. I see. And then. You decided to, to found the Crypto Valley Labs and now it's the CVBC. Would you care to tell us more about this, this kind of transition into, mm -hmm. into these ventures? Exactly. So instead of investing in the digital assets at the time, the tokens, we invested in, in our activities, in the build out of this ecosystem, in infrastructure, if you want to call it. We launched, I think one, it was Europe's first blockchain competition in 2016. Uh, when we were focusing on, on verticals, uh, that was blockchain for insurance and Etherisk, mm -hmm. for example, was part of, of that. And you know, we were just adding a price tag. We didn't know, you know where should we start. And we added 100,000. And we were the biggest competition at the time in the blockchain space with that price tag. So we had a lot of attention, a lot of incoming uh, proposals. And, and uh, we quickly realized, well, that there's really a lot of traction here. And out of this blockchain competition, we wanted to kind of showcase the 10 best startups that were in this competition to a crowd, to an audience. And, and, and so we, we, we launched the CB Summit, which, which was the first conference here in Crypto Valley taking place at the Casino Theater, where, you know, I think it was half a day in the beginning, where we started to, to you know, to have some panels, some, some, some corporates, some other startups, 
And of course, we had the finals of this blockchain competition. And that's how we launched this uh, event uh, series called uh, CV, CV Summit. We did that twice a year. The 17, 18, 19 uh, was the last time due to COVID now. And um, so, so you could really see the ecosystem uh, grow. And, you know, what we also quickly realized was there is no like uh, a main place, a location where people would gather. They would, you know, they would group in at Starbucks or, you know, at, at apartments. And we said, let's build a, a co-working space. Let's build a, a place where everybody can meet with a crypto cafe and everything. So we were looking for real estate uh, within, you know, very close to the station. And that's not easy to find in Zug. And we were happy to find this, uh, this building that we are in, this four-story building that we are in today. And uh, we launched that in 2018, early 2018, and the you know crypto valley started to to grow even even faster. And it was around that time after you know it was foreseeable that something like crypto winter you know would eventually happen. And and mm -hmm. and we were saying this is probably also something that needs to happen. And we were you know when we were anticipating this, you could you could tell by the the different kind of people and projects that will come to, to Switzerland at the time, you know, at some, at some point, the PayPal mafia was here. They were calling us and were asking, uh, Hey, when can we have lunch? We want to understand what's happening here. And, you know, mm -hmm. bigger projects just, just with, with a different scope would come here. And then we said, mm -hmm. okay, now we have to uh, actually start our strategic investment approach and, and launch CVVC in, in also 2018 in, in, in summer 2018 launched uh, some capital, uh, started to build out, launched our own incubation program, had our first incubation program in late 18, if I'm not mistaken, where up to 20 startups would come to our 10-week uh, program to Zook, and we would invest up to 125,000 USD uh, in, uh, against 10% equity. So we started to actually invest in the companies. Now, what we are doing from an investment perspective we are investing uh, in the second layer. So not in infrastructure, but you know, in the bricks and shovels of the, um, uh, of the space, applications and service uh, based on blockchain technology. That's probably a bit of a difference to the, the asset-focused or digital asset-focused um, uh, investors um, out there. And we started to invest. We had another incubation program. We made some direct investments so that we have 27 investments today in our portfolio. And we are still growing. So CVVC is a global company. Only 10% of our deal flow is from Switzerland. The rest is international. We have opened CV Labs hubs in addition to um, Zug in Dubai and uh, Fatuz uh, Liechtenstein. Mm -hmm. And we are planning to add an additional one in, in Asia, in Southeast Asia. So we want to tap into these other large global ecosystems in order to it's very simple. Our business, our mission is very simple. Always find the best global startups in the space and always have enough money to be able to invest in them. <laughs> as simple as simple as that. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Well, it's great. It's great to hear the, the, the expansion plans and bringing this kind of name, the branding of, of the Crypto Valley out to the, to the wider wider world i think that's uh that's, that's beautiful and, and and so you're also the the, the co-founder of swiss blockchain federation i mean how's, how's that been going what, what is the purpose of, of this uh, federation 
Yeah, that was very much alongside the Crypto Valley Association, where Crypto Valley Association is a large association with a lot of members and very much focusing on ecosystem and, and you know, bringing the, the ecosystem players together and really facilitating and nurturing the ecosystem. When mm. the Blockchain Federation, which was initially the Blockchain Task Force, uh, headed or patronaged by two federal councillors, William Auder and Johann Schneider-Ammann back in 2017, Hmm. was really focused on building the bridge to Bern and Bern being the capital of Switzerland, the, the, where the government is, is, where the parliament is, because we could really not only feel, but when we were talking to these authorities, we, we, we would realize there is a large gap to be, between what's happening here in Crypto Valley, where everybody hmm. understands this opportunity. I personally think this is one of the biggest opportunities of Switzerland of of the century and probably mm -hmm. my, the biggest opportunity of my my professional life mm -hmm. but parliament and um you know decision makers wouldn't understand the scope of this opportunity so we had to build a bridge and the goal of the federation and initially the task force was really to create legal certainty to create a legal framework a regulatory framework that was sustainable and you know would 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 um increase the attractiveness and competitiveness of Switzerland as a global blockchain hub. And the Federation uh, is just a continuation of the blockchain task force together with cantons, the Swiss, Swiss cantons in Switzerland. So it's a public-private partnership mm -hmm. that, um, that still has the mission to, um, you know, develop or yeah, further develop the, the, the framework, the legal framework, the regulatory side of things. Um, as well as, and that's new from 2021, to support uh, the space with innovation in the sense of that we were, or we are launching this year, the InnoBooster program, which is a, it's a, it's a federal program called, in, in our case, Blockchain Nation Switzerland, with the goal to really, you know, help develop uh, the ecosystem which is already very, very well developed. We have regulated players. We have a regulated great framework that will be in place in summer. Um, we have infrastructure. We have great protocol projects here in Switzerland. We had a lot, a lot of service providers, universities. So we have talent. We have everything it takes to showcase the potential of Crypto Valley and Blockchain Nation Switzerland to the world. Mm -hmm. So you have to bundle what there, what is there, and you have to show the world what you can do with this technology. And th this is probably what I'm you know, most excited about this year is really with the new regulatory framework, with the, what we are anticipating, the, the, the boost that, it, that is going to come in the digital asset space based on, on these um, development, recent developments. This is going to be, that's my personal opinion, this is going to be a bigger boost uh, that we saw in, in 16, 17. It's going to be even bigger and more sustainable. And that's why I'm so, so excited. And this InnoBooster program, so the, the innovation part of Blockchain Nation Switzerland, is a four-year program. And it, is, it consists of an innovation cycle that will restart every year. And, and it starts with ideation, which is basically an open innovation platform where everybody, the whole community, can you know, um, uh, launch ideas, challenges, that are you know, based on the opportunities in the blockchain space. It goes then into at least one hackathon, large hackathon in all the different parts of Switzerland where we want to create prototypes very fast because the goal of the whole cycle is not to create ideas, but to create startups and projects that could be in, incorporated uh, uh, being picked up by, by corporates. Which brings me to the third 
phase of this uh, cycle, which is called corporate acceleration, developing mm -hmm. use cases, basically. And then in the end, they can jo join our incubation program, everything paid by the government. Uh, and, you know, hopefully uh, you are as good in, in as part of this program that we are going to invest in the end as CEVC. So that's really what I am, you know, most excited about this year. Wow. Okay. That's wonderful. It really sounds like all the stars are aligned within Switzerland. It feels like the puzzle, the pieces of the puzzle are coming together this year. I have to tell you that. Yes. But not only mm -hmm. in Switzerland, I think that's a global phenomenon. Mm -hmm. when, you, when you take a look at what's happened the past three months, that's just amazing. Yeah, I, I agree. But, and, and so do you believe that other regulations, uh, apart from Switzerland, are really uh, following that, that trend? And I, I see that the Swiss legislation is coming, kind of coming together with this entrepreneurial spirit and, and with the space as a whole. But do you really see that uh, abroad in, in other countries as well? Uh, how, how do you see that? Yes, of course. And I mean, um, a lot of other countries have caught up. You know, if you look at, look at Hong Kong, if you look at Singapore, excuse me, J Japan, Korea. Well, Korea, maybe not on the re regulatory side of things. A lot of these jurisdictions have um, already very progressive, forward-looking, forward-thinking regulatory frameworks that allow for uh, a lot of different business models to become active. So the Swiss way probably wasn't the fastest, but it's probably one of the most sustainable ones, right? So I really think that the, the framework that Switzerland has put in place or is putting in place this year is a very smart one. It's very light. It's just it's small amendments in the different uh, aspects of our of our legal framework, mm -hmm. which just basically basically creates the the fundament for any any business model based on this technology. I see. It's uh, it's great great to hear, and, and it's great great to see that you're you're really like driving all of these different uh, different parts in, in in tandem together, and, and you have so many occupations. Very important person uh, within the space. I mean, are, are there any other interesting ventures you wanted to mention that kind of uh, play a role within this. You also mentioned an, an, an African uh, incubator as well when we were discussing. I mean, and anything else you 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 believe is supporting in this growth? Yeah, I, I, it's a it's a global phenomenon, right? And if you look at at the at the different um, parts of the ecosystem and and you know the opportunities that are linked to different sort of socioeconomic or economic and even demographic base basics. A lot of uh, regions in this world become very attractive from both a VC perspective, but also from a perspective of what you can bring to a society or a country. And, and our activities, our planned activities in Africa go back to a couple of trips that we were uh, able to take together with the Swiss Embassy, uh, the Department of Foreign Affairs, to South Africa, to Mauritius, and, you know, what we the, the basic, the key takeaway is wherever you go, uh, to whomever you speak, the potential of blockchain and what it could potentially do to you as an individual, but also to you as a business owner or a member of a society, it resonates with each and everyone. And each and everyone leaves the room with a full of inspiration, full of ideas, what they could change in their life. And this happened to us very much so in Africa and drove us to take a closer look uh, to the status quo of, of, you can call it blockchain nation Africa. When we came to the conclusion, the potential is huge. 
And we want to tap into that potential. And basically, the initiative that we are about to launch together with uh, the Swiss government is called Blockchain for Africa. And our goal will be to invest in over 100 startups over the coming four years that have the potential to tackle the challenges of the African continent. So we are very hopeful to, to being able to launch this um, uh, initiative this year. The goal, of course, is to start with incubation, to use our, our existing program as soon as COVID allows to also go abroad and, 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 and uh, 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 you know, um, have these incubation programs on location, which, of course, due to COVID has been difficult the past years. Of course, we've changed everything to hybrid. Uh, so that we could have a fully virtual um, program um, if needed. So maybe the next thing, thing I'm, which is very tangible, I'm very much looking forward to is our own incubation program here in Zug that we have been postponing to later this year, to starting 27 September. That date is for sure. Everybody who hears this, if you have a great blockchain idea, a project, a prototype, an MVP, and you want to develop it further to a startup, get some funding apply for our incubation program taking place in, in, in September the, uh, this year. So hopefully this can be on location, physical, meeting all of you. What I still uh, enjoy most uh, in the space and also as a VC is, you know, interaction with the founder, the, 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 the great minds behind the projects uh, and learning more about their ideas. Wow. It's, it's inspiring even just to hear, hear you talk about it. So no, <laughs> wonderful. And, and hopefully... Hopefully that will be the case, and um, maybe that is uh, a good a good question to bounce uh, bounce off on. Is uh, how how did this whole COVID nineteen pandemic uh, affect your your business uh, life and, and all these ventures? It slowed us down. I think it slowed the whole the whole world down on one side. There's always two sides to to a crisis, right? And and you know that for us the positive side, of course, is the digitization push. You know, caused by the socio um, uh, economic circumstances, the pandemic that drove everybody, probably globally, everybody into digital in, in, a, in, a, in a, it's never seen before. I, I think you know, all know the stories and you all talk to people that probably before uh, COVID never were on any uh, a Zoom call before. And now probably everybody has, a, has, has had a Zoom call these days, even my mom and I are Zooming. <laughs> So this this is really this is really extraordinary, and of course, since we are in a digital space, since we are a technology-based VC, this helps. We've identified six verticals in our investment thesis that are directly based on these socioeconomic changes that we've experienced recently. All of our startups have been very fast in adopting to the new normal. I think the the, the faster you can adopt to the new normal. In any area, the, you know, the, the easier it will be for you and the faster you are, you are also back to a new normal yourself. And so that's the positive side of things. On the negative side of things, of course, we couldn't have any, any conferences. Uh, we couldn't travel. We were, we were, we were about to, to start uh, the development in, in Asia. If you cannot travel, you're not going to close deals. You're not, if you cannot talk to investors... You, you, you cannot develop uh, uh, as initially planned. Um, so we were slowed down. Luckily, mm -hmm. during summer, there was a relief, at least here in Europe. Uh, and then, you know, uh, winter came and, and everything was back to slower um, again. So you adopt, mm -hmm. it takes longer. But uh, I think in the end for us, and again, I'm, I really have to say we're lucky to be in, the, in, in a digital space. 
Mm -hmm. uh, we will come out at the end of the tunnel stronger and you know, fully positive with, with uh, what the future brings for our space. Wow, that's, uh, that's great to hear. And it's, it's wonderful to hear, hear that positive uh, twist. It was important to see the silver lining even throughout all this. Uh, you know, the, the, the sun came out here in Zug today and, and temperatures, I think last week temperatures were at like minus 20 degrees Celsius and today it's <laughs> almost 20. So maybe that's also a lot of positivity when you know when you can when you can actually smell and and feel spring coming and 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 I think that's really a, it's really a, a, an image that 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 I think is true for the whole development. I think there is a light at the end of the tunnel. I'm very positive about about the future. Let's get it over with the pandemic and um, start to recreate and redevelop or further develop what we have started. Yes, I agree. Move on bigger and better things well, well well thank you so much matthias and maybe do, do you have any final words uh, for our listeners uh, today well i mean if, if if you have been following crypto valley from the very beginning and if you went through the highs of the ico craze back in the days and then experienced the crypto winter i am really absolutely strongly convinced that we are going to see an even bigger wave in the future with the regulatory framework in Switzerland and also abroad coming with the digital asset space maturing with the institutional money coming into the space. I'm, I know not all everybody likes to hear that, but that's going to push the whole technology, the whole ecosystem to a next level. It's going to be a, an even more exciting ride in the very future. Great to hear. Well, thank you so much uh, once again. And if you enjoyed this conversation, feel free to check out more on our website, cryptovalley.swiss, where we host plenty of events, educational content, and even provide information on how you can join our growing community. So thank you, Matthias, for joining us. Thank you, Shiraz. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Stay tuned, stay safe, and until next time from the Crypto Valley in Switzerland. Bye-bye.